So just how much wealth and power does it take to destroy entire societies and nations? We'll find out today. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. I'm sure most of you listening to the program today are familiar with the often misquoted Bible verse from from 1 Timothy chapter 6. It's often rendered as money is the root of all evil when in fact it is the love of money that is the root of all evil. That's the context of that verse. And what is money? What is money, at least when you go back into Scripture and then try to apply it in our our day and age today? Well, money was really the word for wealth, the love of extreme wealth, opulence, as it sometimes is called. Man, it can bring about all kind of evil. It really can. People will do things that they normally would not do for wealth and money. And the idea of wealth and power often go hand in hand. Those that have wealth normally have the ability to exert a pretty good amount of influence and power. Quite often in the way that they give their money to certain organizations and groups, they can buy some influence. This is nothing new. People trying to buy governments, trying to buy influence and power and control, this is nothing new. You can go back across time and you're going to find example after example that this, and, and really, if you, if you break down the language used in the scripture, there, there's a better way to express it in, in modern day English. The lust of wealth and power is the root of all evil. Let me put it that way again. The lust of wealth and power is the root of all evil. Because oftentimes in ancient times, nobody had money. That was a scarcity. Everybody bartered with what they had. Sometimes wealth was just something you accumulated. The number of, well, let's say, uh, sheep that you own, that's part of your wealth. If you're a, a shepherd, and on and on it goes. How much you've been able to to take from the lake and, and have fish to sell or trade, that was your wealth. But there's a perversion level that I think comes into being. And it's even a trap for for some Christians. I'm not really going to get too much into that today, maybe later this week. But we've seen something, and I've watched it multiply vastly in my lifetime. I've always felt, even in my high school and college days, that, yeah, our government has a significant level of corruption. People can be bought and paid for. 
And there's no doubt in my mind that has been going on since the founding of the United States, the founding of Canada, since the Magna Carta, you name it. It's been going on. The nature of the heart of man does not change. And so none of this is new. What is new is the level that it is being done, the amounts of wealth being redistributed, being done, and how we just accept it. How we just accept it and say, nah, can't fix it, so what? Can't fight City Hall kind of thinking. These past two years with the pandemic, I'm thinking right now that this would have been around the the end of our, well, what did we have, 15 days to flatten the curve that started up on, what, the 14th of March. In 15 days, we're going to kiss COVID goodbye because we're all going to stay home, stay safe. How did that work out? And who profited most? Now, remember, the idea of wealth and power in your mind, if you look over the totality of Scripture, should be an interlinked concept. Interlinked. Wealth and power. Wealth and power go hand in hand. And the word love in the context, because, you know, Scripture had seven different words for seven different types of things that we just use one word, love. Gee, I would love to have a hamburger. I love my wife. I love my new car. You know, we've diminished the word in many respects. We love our children. But do we love our children more than our car or more than our wealth or more than our job? And do we love them more than our family, uh, you know, other things that we have? Do we, what do we love most? And so a, a better word to describe what, what St. Paul is writing in Timothy in the context of our modern usage of English would be the lust. If you're intellectually honest, even the most wealthy power-hungry individual on the face of the earth, at least in English language usage, they lust after money. They don't love money. Love, well, love is a little bit different. Love becomes a two-way street if it's true love. But lust is a one-way insatiable desire for what I want what I demand that I get. There were so many words, as I said, used in ancient times for these various concepts of, quote, love. And I think the lusting type of love is the best descriptor that you can possibly find. And that lust of of power, that lust of wealth, drives so much of our world today, and it drives so much of the evil being perpetuated in our world today. I was just thinking, this week, this week marks what should have been the end of 15 days to flatten the curve. You remember that? You remember that? I do. I was working in emergency management, 
and we were all on you know we're all on board we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take care of this covid nonsense and and get back to normal in no time if if all the people that can possibly stay home for the next 15 days do let amazon deliver all your goods to your home maybe you can run out to to walmart just a handful of people at a time maintaining a six-foot distance of course and how did that work out it didn't and i believe in my heart and i i really have looked into this as you know with this program since its beginning i'm convinced beyond the shadow of a doubt i have no reason not to believe this that there was never an intention of 15 days to flatten the curve by those that were putting together this this pandemic on an international basis. The coronavirus, it decimated our economy. It hurt the bottom line of millions of citizens here in the United States. But it has not been bad for everybody. I'm sure If you are a member of this audience, you felt the pain and the fear of corona. There's no doubt about it. You you, you most certainly did. If you owned a small business like a restaurant or a little convenience store that was not part of a, a chain, you may have lost it. You may have had to give it up or you're still trying to play catch up after all this time of lost business. It seemed that the well-connected corporate America, the well-connected corporate Canada, the well-connected corporate Australia, any of the, you know, shall we say, international companies like Walmart, they did well. Their profits went way up, while other businesses were decimated and totally destroyed Life savings gone. You know, suicides went way up during the pandemic. They don't like to talk about that. Alcoholism and drug abuse skyrocketed during the pandemic. Even suicides among school-age children went up. That's one of the, the prices we paid for 15 days that became 15 months to flatten the curve, which became, it's still hanging out there. So who did well with the pandemic? Some companies certainly did that have been marketing and creating these these worthless, and I'll call them that. They don't do what they were told. (laughs) These vaccines, these phony vaccines, they're not vaccines. And you can turn off your radio now if you disagree, but you're doing it to your own peril. Listen carefully. We now know the vaccine fraud for what it is. It's a money-making fraud for those that lust after billions of dollars, influence, and power. Pfizer made $37 billion in COVID vaccine sales just last year. $37 billion. And they're likely to make $54 billion with a B dollars. Here in 2022, if they can keep up this absurd demand to get a vaccine that fails. And just so you understand, the data is coming in. It's coming in quickly. 
though MSNBC is looking the other way. CNN is looking the other way. Fox News is looking the other way. Why did they do that? Why, why would, you know, America's news source look the other way? Why would Newsmax also be looking the other way? A lot of news sources that many people have been depending upon for a long time. Well, they're stabbing you in the back. Hate to say it, but some of them are. Oh, that's right. There was like a billion dollars floating around for these news agencies. And if they took the money, of course, they would run the what looks like a public service announcement to get vaccinated. But there was something slightly more sinister. That the talking heads would begin to promote the value of getting your vaccine and rolling up your sleeves so we can do this together and end COVID. I, I remember watching Fox News last year. We were up at our home in Georgia. And I, this is, you know, where we're now in the early parts of uh, 2021. This may have been, I can't remember exactly when it all happened, probably during the summer that I, I took note, that all of a sudden all these talking heads are are, t- are just talking up the vaccine like, yes, hurry out today and get your shot. You can choose the two-shot Pfizer or, or a Moderna or the one-shot Johnson & Johnson. But whatever, hurry and get it today so we can end this COVID and we'll all get back to life the way it was before this thing ever hit. By the way, Moderna. Moderna sold $18 billion worth of their, of their mRNA vaccine. Johnson & Johnson, they only made about $2.5 billion. AstraZeneca, eh, about $4, $4 billion with a B. The big winners, of course, were Big Pharma like, like Pfizer, who has paid record fines in the past for fraud. But they got all that back real quick. Think about it. $37 billion in one year and $50 billion in another. Looking at $100 billion in sales uh, on these vaccines. Yeah, the lust of money. The lust of power. The lust of wealth. These stockholders that buy up stock in companies like Moderna. And look at Moderna is what I call, this is my opinion, it has kind of a, it just has a very unsavory history to me. They started this company about 10 years ago with all these promises of messenger RNA therapies. We will cure cancer. We can cure heart disease. We can cure anything, probably even male pattern baldness by altering the DNA. And how do they alter the DNA? Well, don't you know, from their own website, I remember reading this last year, their idea of mRNA technology, it's like uploading software. Yep, this is software to reprogram the human body. If you listen to my program, on Thursday of last week, I kind of warned you about this kind of thinking of merging 
technology with humanity to the point that the two become obscured and the line disappears. And people laugh at me when I make statements like that, but it's coming out of their mouths, not mine. So you look at companies like Moderna that I mentioned before. They had nothing, and they had promises to all those people that invested tons of money, just tons of money in Moderna. And year after year, no product ever made it to market, nothing, not a one. But their CEO, Stefan Bankel, or Banchel, he, he would keep promising, it's just around the corner, friends, just keep throwing more money in. They have these opulent offices, the finest artwork money can buy, furniture. They're, they're living like royalty in their, their palaces built on the money that they have taken from investors. In 2000, you ready for this? In 2018 and 19, people on Wall Street were beginning to scratch their heads and thinking, um, Moderna is going to go bust. They ain't got nothing. They're in trouble. They can't deliver. And it won't be long before their their stock is rated as junk. I mean, you're coming up on a decade of no performance and promises that you've made that cannot, that you never kept. Any day now, within a year, this went on and on for almost for nine years. And then Operation Warp Speed. Moderna, Pfizer, all of them have a tremendous amount of control in our governments. Why? They throw around a lot of money. Let's face it. Big Pharma, as it is often called, and I agree that they are, along with big media, by the way, they work hand-in-hand so they can make more piles of money to which they crave and desire with every ounce of their being. Money talks, there's no doubt about it. Wealth talks, power is addictive. And so all these companies like the Modernas and the Pfizers that they're out there, they're just looking for more and more and more. Their, their, their appetite for wealth and power will never be quenched. It will always increase. I've said this a hundred times in the past year and a half. Big Pharma is trying to create customers, not cures. Once you get that through your mind, that they want customers, returning customers, dependent customers, then you understand the foundation of Big Pharma. It's a business. It's absolutely a business. And they have been, through their political influence and power in Washington, D.C. and elsewhere, They have more than bought their share of politicians of both parties. Just as they say, follow the money. Whole thing was true about COVID-19. Follow the money. Yeah, they try to convince us that we've had a million people die of COVID in the United States. 
And, and I'm sorry, I, I am not buying that a million people fell down and died suddenly of COVID. I mean, it doesn't add up. When you break down the numbers today, by the way, this is another reason we know the vaccines are a failure. Why is it, pray tell, why is it that all these countries, even those that were far worse than the United States, pushing, pushing these mandates to get vaccinated or lose your job, lose your everything, be fined, be a second rate, third rate, be an untouchable leper if you're unvaccinated? Why is it now? They still try to perpetuate the lie. I mean, I'm reading a story the other day uh, from a local little news source in the mountains of northeast Georgia still perpetuating the lie that vaccines work. I'm thinking the reporter there has got to be denser than dirt. Can't figure it out. Just parrots, repeats, whatever press release came in the mail because he is stinking lazy to ask questions. Here's what we do know. In the nations where people are the most vaccinated today, England has been pretty decent, United Kingdom, about releasing legitimate data and differentiating between vaccinated and unvaccinated. And there is a highly disturbing trend, very disturbing trend. When you look at working age people, not retirees, not elderly, though the numbers kind of correlate to a degree there as well. When you look at working age people, it is the vaccinated on a per 100,000, so it makes the playing field level here when we're talking about how many people get infected. It seems that the vaccinated people are more likely and more prone as a group, keeping all numbers and ratios equal, to become infected, hospitalized, or die. Much higher rate than the unvaccinated. But Bob, that can't be. They said, get vaccinated, become COVID-proof. Well, they lied. Or shall they say they misrepresented the data that they had? Why do you think Pfizer and all these companies, why do you think Pfizer wanted 75 years before you knew the research information? They wanted all their people to be dead and gone so they would never have to be charged with a crime. Month after month, these stories are going to come out every month when there's another release of, by the way, that'll be next week. We should have some more paperwork coming out of all the Pfizer documents that was trying to get approval for these, you know, the emergency use authorization. By the way, that's something else. Real quick. Ran into somebody that talked about maybe getting vaccinated because it looked like we might have a spike in cases. And I said, okay, so you really believe you should do that? Yeah, and I'm going to go with the Pfizer because it is FDA approved. They're still believing last year's hoax and a lie, dog and pony show. You know, it was it was a bait and switch, smoke and mirrors game. And there are enough people that were lied to by, by Big Pharma in cooperation with their little puppet called the FDA.
The FDA is the big pharma lapdog. It's like a little chihuahua. It's allowed to bark occasionally, so it pretends it's doing something to protect American citizens. It is more corrupt than even big pharma is. Where do you think they get most of their money from? The FDA gets most of their money from the ones they're regulating. And the FDA is more than happy to accept additional monies for research from the same people they're trying to regulate. I see a conflict of interest there, don't you? It's little wonder that this little clique of pharmaceutical representatives and government bureaucrats, aided by the corrupt mainstream media, and even some of the so-called new media, they've fallen in line. They love, they lust after that money. They need it. When, when, they, when these people at the CEO level see a billion dollars floating out there, they're going to get their share of it. They, will, they sold out their values. They sell out their journalistic integrity. That's what many of them have done. They don't want people questioning the efficacy of these vaccines. Now that we know they don't work. If they worked, wouldn't the people that are vaccinated, wouldn't they be, you know, having lower case rates, lower hospitalization rates, lower death rates? One of my guests on the program last year made it really clear that whatever benefit these vaccines will give will probably be short-lived. And he was already predicting a, a booster shot or two or three or four. And that's where we're at. The problem is, there's a problem. It's called diminishing return. Okay, so the first shot never gave you protection. It was measured initially in years. Oh, and maybe it's months. Maybe it's now weeks. And the booster is even worse. You get the booster, and it may help you for a couple of weeks or so. And then it goes negative. In other words, it makes your case probability higher. And, and something my, my wife has noticed in, in her reading and others that I share uh, these thoughts about, we try to understand one thing. What is it doing? What are these things, these unnatural proteins that are man-made doing to our bodies? What are they doing? It appears... It appears the more of this stuff you take, the more you weaken your overall immune system. Let me make that as clear as I can. These vaccines damaged your immune system if you took it. And if you keep coming back for more boosters, that immune system will be further and more gradually damaged. I've been reading various reports. I don't. I can't. I'm trying to get a feel for which one is is proving itself the most accurate. There is some hope that over time, if you stay away from keeping these perpetual boosters going, you might fare okay. But then again, you have parents out there, and this really is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. 
you have parents that are bragging how they're getting their little kids vaccinated against a virus that poses the child no threat. But the vaccines certainly do pose a deadly and serious threat. And the long-term effects on a child's immune system are absolutely unknown. Yet Big Pharma, in their lust for money, we want to jab six-month-old kids. We want them to have a regular schedule of these vaccines for their entire lifetime. However long that life may be with a ruined immune system. It is the lust. It is the evil lust. Call it money. Call it wealth. Call it power. Call it the marriage of all three. Selling out your soul, your integrity for that power and that money. If you don't believe what I'm saying about the love of money being the root of all evil and, and, and me trying to get you to understand it is the lust, it is the lust of this power and wealth. Let me give you an example. And, and I want you to understand this in the context that it is given. A husband and wife, a faithful husband and wife, they love each other. And they are allowed in their marital covenant some wonderful experiences with each other. If you're an adult, you understand what I just meant. But those that lust after those kind of things, they don't they don't even care or or love the other person. It's like, you know, being with a prostitute. You don't care. You are willing to to use somebody else for your own personal pleasure. That's the same kind of relationship that many of these big pharma, big corporate, and big government types have. It's a lust. It has nothing to do with love. Man, I, I didn't expect to spend this much time on the first segment on just the one topic. I've got a couple of more topics to share. If you believe in what we're doing here, I'm going to ask you to help us stay on shortwave radio. Bills are coming due. Got to get those checks off this week. And then, then again, you know, we got to start preparing for next month. I really believe in the power of shortwave radio. It's amazing how all these years, the Voice of America and other voices and government radio stations have been shutting down, backing off. Hey, then the Ukraine crisis hit. They had to go to some, they're having to use some private stations because they don't have their own anymore. They have the internet. Well, the internet can be censored, shut down, or filtered. You know that. If you believe in what we're doing, and by the way, that means it could be filtered, shut down, and what have you here in the United States and Canada just as easy. If you believe in what we're doing, would you consider sending a, a gift to keep us on the air? Large or small, it all adds up in God's economy. If it is a check, make it payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753. That's 5753 Highway 85 North. 5753 Highway 85 North. 
and then add this secure box number, number 3248. That is number 3248. And we are in Crestview, Crestview, Florida. Crestview, Florida, 32536. That is Crestview, Florida, 32536. You can also find out ways to help us out from our website. And our website address is truth. Then the number two and the word ponder.com. Truth to ponder.com. We'll be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The spirit of continuing coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. So how do you receive the fullness and the empowering of the Spirit? Well, some people have formulas about it. Some have seminars on it. But here's what Messiah said. He said, he said, tarry. Or tarry in Jerusalem. The word in Greek is kathizo. It means to stay, to continue. They had to stay in Jerusalem. They had to stay in God's presence. They had to stay in God's will. They had to continue. If they only had stayed four days instead of 10, they wouldn't have received the blessing. If they hadn't continued with Messiah during the hard times, they would never have gotten to the upper room. They would have missed the blessing. You want the fullness of and the power of the Spirit, well, then you have to kathizo. You have to stay. You have to continue. You have to keep on in the will of God. See, if you keep going in and out, if you waver and give up and start and stop, the chances of you knowing the fullness and the power of the Spirit, there's little chance you'll ever know it. Consistency in God is real important and very spiritual. It's real easy to give up before the blessing. So many people give up before they get the blessing. But the secret of receiving the blessing in the Spirit is linked to continuing, towering. They didn't just go to the upper room and then get the blessing. They had to stay there. They had to persevere before they saw anything. The spirit life is about continuing. It's about abiding, continuing, persevering. It takes consistency, continuing the word, continuing in his will. You want to see the blessing? Don't give up. You need endurance. You need. You want to reap? Well, don't give up. Don't give up. Continue. Keep on keeping on in the will and calling of God. And he will come to you to fill your life with fullness and power from on high. You just continue. Want more? Ask for welcoming the spirit. And how'd you like to be able to move mountains? Well, you can do that in miracles. Sapphires, the super spiritual supplement to help turn your walk into a super life with God. Plus the incredible mystery of the temple doors, all free. How do you get all this free? Well, easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you will receive your free gifts. You'll be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. And I invite you to join me in the Great Commission to bring salvation back to the Jewish people and to reach countless people all over the world, the lost. How? Through shortwave radio. It's amazing. It's the farthest way you can ever spread the gospel. You'll ever reach people for the Lord. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. You can write me direct. It's right to the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. 44. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, continue, my friend, press on, shalom, peace be to you in Messiah, Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Beerman. And I want to welcome you back to part two 
of our Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I've got a number of topics that I want to share today. I may not, I know I'm not going to get to them all. And I will try to, to bring these to the program during this week. There are things you just need to know and start tying it all together. None of what is going on in the world today is an accident or or just happened to happen right down to the virus. All of this, there is in my in my mind as as I look and I pray and I read and I see and I observe and I know what I did for my work two years ago. There was no accidents involved in any of this. Well, maybe one or two, but but the idea that the virus came naturally is absurd though they try to make you believe the absurd when you understand the connections and and i'm going to talk strictly here for a moment i know i have an audience outside of the united states and what i'm about to tell you i'm sure is extremely applicable to wherever you live in theory in theory The United States government is supposed to be protecting the United States citizens. Well, they have been failing on that account on many fronts for a number of years. I mean, they just have. We we see this lust of money, of wealth and power. It is infecting. It is infecting like a cancer all aspects of of government, even on a local level. Even local governments are beginning to feel this and and demonstrate this. No matter what kind of wonderful platitudes they try to tell you at election time, I'm getting where I, I'm really a skeptic. Yeah, now you know why I keep saying, anybody that thinks you're going to fix the United States at the 2022 election, yeah, fire Pelosi, is a fool. Sorry, but if you think you're going to fix the election, you know, fix it. Well, they're going to fix the election, not you. If you think that you're going to fix this country at the election of 2022 and then we're going to fix it again, you know, bring Trump back or whatever, 2024, you are an absolute fool. Those that have the money, the power and the wealth that interfered in the last election that tried to interfere in the 2016 election, just didn't cheat enough. They are well prepared. They are well prepared. We are on a collision course with destiny in this country. We are on a collision course with God's judgment in this country. As we get closer to the election, every so-called conservative Republican that is out there is going to be all over your TV and email inbox and Facebook and whatever. Bumper stickers and billboards. I'm a great conservative and I'm here to stop Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And we're going to put a stop to the Biden agenda. No, you're not. You're going to do just what Paul Paul Ryan did and Mitch McConnell do. Talk a good game and stab you in the back every time. Lindsay Flimsy Gramnesty. 
You talk a good game, but your heart is still in the swamp. Mitch McConnell, I need your help until he doesn't need your help. All of them. We wonder. This lust, as it says in the book of Timothy, this the love of money is the root of all evil. And I say a better translation to be in line with the way we use English today, the lust of power and wealth is the root of all evil. Because see, in ancient times, power and wealth were pretty much intertwined. And so that's how they think. So who's out there to protect the American people? Our representatives? No, they're bought and paid for by Big Pharma. It doesn't matter if you got an R or a D after your name. Or even S for socialist. I mean, it's just how it works. The agencies that are supposed to protect us are funded and more controlled by the agencies that are supposed to be regulating. You know, there's this revolving door, if you do a little bit of research, between people in big pharma and the FDA and all these other agencies. There's an organization called Open Secrets. They profiled 958 people who have worked for the government and the pharmaceutical industry. The senior director of Global Trade Policy Advisor was on the Senate Finance Committee. The senior director of the Federal Government Relations Advisor was on the Senate Budget Committee. The senior advisor to the Food and Drug Administration, Commissioner, the commissioner there, was the vice president for public policy at Monsanto. It just goes on and on. They bought and paid for the entire wing of the federal government that's supposed to regulate them. This insane revolving door between businesses that are for profit and the regulators that are supposed to be protecting you and I is no longer in place. It was bought and paid for, and you're being lied to. 65% of Americans or more have been fully vaccinated with multiple doses of either Pfizer, Moderna, and now with boosters Johnson & Johnson. Yep. 35% of us representing a vast market and billions more in profits. That's why they want to have these mandates. They don't care if you live or die. You know, and you say, well, why would they think that way? It goes back to the reprobate mind. These same companies are into every woke thing under the sun, every warped and disgusting against God and his word and his law stuff. Like Disney wanted to put out more gay-friendly things for your children to let them know that it's normal for men to be kissing each other in love. That's the woke world. It's all about the lust of wealth and power and accumulating more that drives Coca-Cola that drives all of these main, these huge industries today. The days where people, look, I'm going to get somebody mad here, but I'm going to come out and say it. The lust of power and wealth 
is one of the strongest temptations known to man. Outside of sexual immorality, the two are pretty much at the same level. This lust will drive people to do things that are just insane. They will lose all common sense and rationality. Their minds will be given over to a lie. They will believe the lie. They will never believe the truth. We talked about it on Thursday and Friday of this past week. If you if you get a chance, if you're a podcast listener, go back and look them up. The revolving door goes on and on. And, and they know, the data show, there's danger to young children, but they don't care. Money and wealth and power and stockholder meetings and, and profit and P&L statements are what they live for. That is their God. That is what they worship. They do not worship an almighty and ever-living God. They worship at the altar of wealth and power. And they make sacrifices on that altar of their very customers. You are nothing but a sacrifice on their altar to keep that wealth and power flowing if you hadn't figured that out. The influence that they have over politicians and bureaucrats as the CEO of, of uh, Moderna once told CNBC, he believes the FDA will soon authorize his company's vaccines for toddlers and infants. And as we have pointed out before, I'm not going to play it today. I may play it again later this week. The media becomes their, their acolytes and their and their. They, they're the ones that are promoting their propaganda message. Why? For money. It's for wealth. It's for power. It's for being at the, at the dinner table with the big boys. The media, I'm going to come out and say it, they're prostitutes of truth. The media has become a prostitute for truth. They sell out for money. Like I said, even Fox and, and Newsmax did for the money, the billions put out by the, the Biden administration to to buy their journalistic integrity. We know how cheap it's sold now. They don't care. Even though the even though the facts are against them, they're still pushing forward. And the media runs interference because they're into the woke ideologies and they're into their sexual immorality in many cases, and they're also into their lust for money and power. These past two years, for some, we have created a a new religion of sorts, a religion based on fear and the loss of this life because that's all many people have. They have nothing beyond this life. That's why they listen to the hollow promises of of merging mankind and machine and artificial intelligence. And, and we are now the creators of our own destiny. We are now the intelligent designers. That's what they try to let you believe. Try to insert the place of an almighty God. They have created a new religion. It is a religion of delusion. And I'm warning you. It is a religion of damnation. 
This is Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Find out more at Truth, the number two ponder.com. Somebody's selling a new religion. Somebody's selling a lie. Somebody wants all the strife and division. It's driving us out of our minds They're telling the world not to trust their own eyes They're telling the people they're wrong They're keeping the truth for their power and gain And taking whatever we've got Just go along Training acceptance inside of your head To give them whatever they want You're leaving your brothers and sisters behind You're told it's the best thing to do Cause you're told that's what's right Now they win Because all of us lose And it's so Oh 
they change And it's so bad The battle's been violent and strange We can't let them take more We can't let them win this silent war Regardless of which news networks you watch on TV, even many of the mainline publications, even a few that are conservative, you're oftentimes not going to find the entire story. The old saying that money talks is very true even among so-called conservative outlets. One thing I'm proud of, I, I have no intention of becoming wealthy. I have no desire to. I am satisfied. I am satisfied to be a servant for the cause of Christ. I don't need anybody writing a book on my behalf. And by the way, there are some people that are out there. I've met them. Radio, TV, pushing conservative and or uh, somewhat Christian ideals. They sell books that they didn't even write themselves, so their name is on it. There's actually a cottage industry in that. When God laid upon my heart mm, last summer of 2000, yeah, summer of 2000, to do something, and I said, Lord, I'm just one guy. I mean, I, I, I don't have a whole lot. I'm not wealthy by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I admit that we have two small homes. I'm retired, and it was a good investment. It sure beat what the banks were doing to take some savings and, and have an asset versus something that is fiat. I'm not wealthy. We have to watch our nickels and dimes like anybody else does, especially in this horrible economy. Oh, yeah, it's doing really great because, hey, inflation is a sign of a great economy. (laughs) Really. The term deep state has been around a while, and a lot of people don't like to even acknowledge that it exists, because, but it does. And that deep state has got its tentacles into both of the major political parties. They are allowed to to combat each other, you know, on television all day long. They're just two sides to the same coin if you hadn't figured it out. And you've got these groups, I was looking how far some how how far back some of these groups have been influencing policy in the United States going back to the early 70s. I know a lot longer than that, but I'm saying on this full tilt effort to take down America as we know it, it's been going on. (laughs) It's been going on for decades after decades. And evil, if you didn't know it, evil will do its job even if that evil person knows they will never live to see the final result. They're more committed to their cause than most conservatives and Christians are committed to theirs. 
We want instant gratification. They know it'll take time. Man, I've got some stories about education. I'll, I'll share one tomorrow just quickly. Happened to look at the, one of the news outlets up in the area in Georgia, which we, we live part of the year. Small little town, tiny little county, conservative as conservative can be, a lot of church-going people. It was like 90% or 92%, you know, voting for Trump back in 2020. And I'm looking at a news article that came out talking about the new mathematics textbook that they're going to use. And they're so proud of it in this little conservative town. Education has been taken over by by the leftist, even in a small town like up in Raven County, Georgia. And this mathematics book has a lot of these problems to solve, like if we're going to get rid of carbon and fossil fuels, I mean, it's it's all about wokeism and, and worshiping the earth in a math exercise. It's there, people. Those in power today do not care about you. Their lust for profit is evil. They don't care who they damage. They have their, their conscience is seared. Those politicians, those media outlets, and the corporate interest, including the military-industrial complex. We'll get into that probably tomorrow a little bit. Finish up on these thoughts tomorrow. And Big, and Big Pharma... They're just helping to show the way for the big showdown that is biblically prophesied. Yeah, this program is going to be spending more time on that topic as well. If you believe in what we're doing here at Truth to Ponder, would you keep us on shortwave radio? If you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, that's Ancient Word Radio. And the address is 5753 Highway 85 North. 5753 Highway 85 North, and we are in Crestview, Florida. That's Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. That zip code again is 32536. The best way to end this program is this. Keep looking up, for your redemption draweth nigh. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.